see the one beam, I'm like, Ryan, that's a big deer, dude. Welcome back to Pull Away Podcast. Yeah, you're done. We're cutting you off. You're, you're, you're done. All right, boys, let's run it. Yeah, welcome to the Pull Away Podcast once again. This is episode seven, six, six. six? Come on, I wrote that down for you. That's my bad there. Welcome to episode six, folks. I mean, we got a little bit to talk about here, a little bit of a variety compared to what you're used to. Uh, We went to the good old Iowa Deer Classic this weekend, had a pretty good experience there. Um, We've been still picking up a few sheds here and there. I can't say we, I guess. I haven't found one yet. Um, Other than that, we've kind of changed gears because every year the state of Iowa gets the snow geese coming through and... They have a conservation order where it's unplugged guns, no limits, just have a great time as long as you're following the rules. Um, so I guess we can start off the bat. Last thing we did was the Iowa Deer Classic. Um, Ryan, Cole, and I went together, and then Sawyer had some guests in town, so he went with them. So we had a little bit different perspective as far as how the whole show went. But overall, it was a good time. We saw a lot of great products, saw some things that really kind of changed our thinking on a few different levels i'd say but yeah i mean big takeaways anyone want to run with that first uh i mean i shot the 3d shoot so that's always a fun time yeah i didn't hear how those turn uh, out. i shot three down uh, i sh- don't know what that three downs so there's 20 targets and yeah. you're expected to shoot a 10 you so can par shoot is 200 10 8 or 5 fives just hit the target in general and then eight ring 10 12 <laughs> Out to 30, I think the longest shot was like 36 yards or something. But, no, it's a great, like, it, it's a small It's put shoot, on by Raised Hunting, so they're... it a, goes to a good cause. Yeah, they're like so. a group that wants to get kids into the outdoor industry, so, like, all the proceeds go to that. Yep. So they're a pretty good crew of people as far as doing that and involving the community. Yeah, and it's it's a well-put-together event. It's pretty painless, pretty simple. You show up for the time you're scheduled for. You hop on the line and you shoot. Like always, it's good time to just shoot with other people and talk to them and kind of learn about where they're from, what they do. You know, they're talk to them about their bow, what they like, their arrows, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I shot three down. I shot really well all the way till the second to last target, and I shot a five. So I Ooh, should have been up a little. What happened there? I sh- it's out of a ground blind, and I got in that little box, and I couldn't see my pin, and I panicked and pulled the hell out of my bow and shot the ass end, basically, but... Um, so yeah, that was a fun time. Should have shot a little better, but either way, I just, just fun to do it. And yeah, like we were saying, it goes to a good cause, so it's it's worth putting money towards. And uh, so that was my big highlight. Uh, talked to some food plot seed companies. I know with our camp at home, we are going a different route with a lot of stuff, and I think there's some new stuff that I want to try and we want to try as a camp. So. Uh, talked to some people there, kind of, you know, got their opinion on what we're trying to do and what, what they feel like is best for our approach. So that was nice. And, of course, a show deal is always nice on stuff that you're buying. Makes you feel like you're saving some money. Or what they tell you is a money. show deal yeah, anyway. Makes you, you know? feel like you're saving some money. So, um, But other than that, bought a boatload of turkey calls because... Mm. Man, you put one in front of me. I might as well buy one. I think every out. place we stopped that had turkey calls, he walked away with at least one. Are you serious? Yeah, a couple, two. Um, I think I bought what they six really calls or seven any, calls. Any that you really like right now? 
I, I ran them all through, and they all sound crispy as hell. So I'm going to probably run all of them. I mean, I'll have them all in my vest. There wasn't one that I was like, no, this is garbage. Certain so, cut. Uh, V-cut. I've always been a V-cut guy, just like these. a general V-cut. A couple combo cuts. It's just like a little bit of a... Mostly dual reads. Uh, I think they're triple. most triple triple reads, yeah. I'm not a mouth call guy, so... Um, but, yeah, I mean... I ran some JT calls last year. They were really nice. I bought another one of those this year, so I have a fresh one. Yeah, they sounded really good last year. Um, I've always been a, I've always liked Woodhaven calls, so I have a few of those that I've bought at Shields this year. I'll run, and that place. Well, I bought you. I guess you weren't with us last year either, but I bought that Kyle Howler from mm-hmm. that booth. I bought two of his. Mouth he changed calls. his name too. Do you notice that? No. Because what was on the strikers that I bought from last year isn't the same one. It's the same guy. Oh, really? He just did a little rebrand. Huh. Uh, he had, a, like, more people working in his booth. Mm-hmm. He had a lot going Yeah, it wasn't on. just him this year. He must but, be getting bigger. Um, they, two. I bought two calls from him. Really nice calls. They feel good. They're, they're, they seem to be well-made, so that's nice. And then uh, a couple other random just small companies i bought calls from and even those ones i think i bought a call for five bucks a mouth call for five bucks it was beautiful <laughs> it sounds great so yeah he was sitting there in his chair and we rolled up and just started talking to him and ryan asked him which one's your favorite he stands up pulls out a pocket goes this one just belts it out probably one of the better mouth callers i've ever heard in person as far as the trade shows men yeah. usually sometimes they're not so good sometimes they're really good but he just belted it out yep. it was great yeah so i was like oh. gobble no, he purred like oh, I wish dude. I it was crazy. Like that. I, I just I want to be able to purr so here. bad. They just uh-huh. I don't know, but I want to do it. But either way, so that was kind of my highlight about food pot seed turkey calls. Shot the three D. You 3D. bought some designer seed. He bought like four bags of designer seed. Uh, that I you bought, can go buy at Tyson's for I, a heck of a oh, lot cheaper. I bought white tails on. Why are you being mean or, to him right uh, now? White tail institute. Yeah, white tail institute. Yeah. Um, I bought a bag the of their Don Conceal. Hig- the Don Higgins. No, I bought some Power Plant. It's like a summer blend of stuff because we're gonna do no till. It's got gonna, sunflower seeds and stuff. We're in gonna it. crimp. So it's got like sunflowers, forage peas, forage beans, uh, just some greenery stuff that grows tall. And then I, yeah, he, we've, we've done forage peas before. Yeah, and then he threw in some con- a bag of their Conceal. There, it's basically just sorghum. Or like a, a sedan grass, sedan grass, super tall stuff. Yeah. But yep, we as a whole at our camp want to go about our access better. For how many years we've just kind of wandered out there and hopped into our stand like measly, thinking, "Oh, I didn't bust any deer." Well, it it still matters. So more concealment, that's, higher food density, yep. and uh, and uh, yeah. So I want to like I just want guys to be able to sneak like slip into box blinds to hunt a plot without ever being you know ever exposing themselves to the plot whether there's a deer in it or not hiding our access routes is kind of the the route we're going for so uh yeah and it was good to talk to those guys and then we've been struggling with our um turnips whether we're planting purple top turnips or sugar beets or anything like that any uh, tuber like that we have been struggling with deer getting on it early and it not being able to keep up with the deer browse pressure until it gets over a point where it becomes better 
So they, you know, people say, well, your turnips and whatnot is bitter to deer before a frost. Well, there's still a stage when it's really young coming out of the ground that the greens it's and it's still tender to them. So they're plucking them off on us. So talk to some guys there and um i've been thinking about it looking around online and whatnot and i want to try some kale i think kale grow fast enough to give us the forage we need so coming from geneseo valley seed company i don't do you sell kale how much are you gonna buy you're gonna sell me a little bag of kale i ain't buying a little bags of kale i need to be able to find like a half acre of kale um you're for those of you wondering, for those of you wondering, that's Cole's seed deal operation. He he runs. Look it um, up. What's your yeah? What what? Give a little, give a plug there. I mean, it's not up and going yet. We have there. a website. Yeah, we're getting there though. It's not live, but oh. we're getting there. Yeah, Close enough. I mean, you can talk about it. Genesee Valley Seed Farm. It's kind of my little college fund gig. Yeah, gig. Yeah, selling mainly vegetables and yeah tubers and whatnot. Yeah. Gar- gardening seed. Garden seed. Yep. Yeah. Check it so, out. It's coming soon. We'll hook coming you up. Coming to you. Hot. Shipping. Hot and spicy. Nationwide. Yep. Nationwide. Get it while you can. Mm. Yeah, we'll probably ship nationwide. You're going to pay for it, though. Hey. Oh. Good seed's hard to come by. Yep. It yep. is. I guess. So it's got forage kale and some turn. Like, it's got turnips in it. So my hope is that the forage kale can keep up with the browse pressure so that I can get some bulbs established on the turnips. So we won't have a full field of bulbs and turnips, but they'll be there for when late season comes around, and we'll have good early season that can handle more browse pressure. So um, that's what I learned. That's kind of uh, some beautiful deer, as always, of course. Nice what was to look the, at. the one seed guy said about spreading winterizing your clover? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, he and I never heard this before this, and I – want to do some more looking on it but he was a land management guy so uh-huh. i somewhat took his word for it and not trying to sell you anything no because he yeah he wasn't trying to sell he it to me but he winterizes his clover plots by going in in august and spreading potassium i don't remember what how much he told I, me i think it was uh Oh, yeah, the potassium guy and whatnot? No, it was 50 pounds. That's, 50 okay, an acre. I thought it was 50 okay. or 60 50 pounds, pounds an acre, an acre yep. of just straight 0060 potassium. And I don't know. For sweetness, is, right, is what you're talking about? I, yeah, it just it holds your clover better in deeper into the season and then boosts it in the springtime to hmm. get going again. So that was the first time I'd ever heard that from him. So I want to do Will a little bit. Will it do more. anything for any other parts of your... I don't know. I don't know. It would probably depend just on the plot, depending clover. what's nitrogen dependent yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. And then, which I knew we needed to start doing this, and we'd been talking about it, but um, we're going to load the nitrogen onto our turnips like in like September or like a couple weeks after we plant, so like end of August probably. But we're probably going to do 200 or 300 pounds. I might push for 350 pounds to the acre after we have it like once they're established to really get them going but that's what i learned so uh yeah i don't know other than that that's good show as always um it's it's a show you can do in a day so um Mm -hmm. and you can take your time and go through you don't have to feel rushed it's crowded but 
It is. Sunday, it's not bad. Sunday, it was. Sunday is yeah, the, so if you if you've never gone before and you care strictly about the deer, mm-hmm. go Sunday because yeah. all we, the big deer show up Sunday. We went. We went two days. We went Saturday and then we came back Sunday, listened to a seminar, and then checked out the deer. Yep. Because all the big deer show up Sunday. That's when they finalize the scorings and stuff too. Yeah, that's one one thing I've never done is go to their seminars. I know Cole popped into one for a little bit, but um, I can talk about it. It's, I mean, I didn't have a very good opinion on it, but yeah, yeah, it's the, I don't hunt, know, they it's have, the hunting industry. They, yeah, there's the, so the that's their thing too. Talk, yeah, is that's if what you, bothers me about it a little bit. It's yeah. like, what's who's the face with the most followers we can put up there to talk about this stuff? Yeah, but but at the same time though, if you are someone who likes to follow along with personalities and whatnot, they are nearly all there. Working class bow hunters there. To, um, who else is there? Lakowski's are there. Lindsey Way are there. Drury's are usually there. Controversial Bomar is usually there. Not not him. as a booth. He's usually just walking I want, around. I want, I want um, Chris B he was is there. Not as tall as I thought he was. No, he's not. No. Chris B is there. I also told Liel he's not as big as I thought he was. You didn't tell him that, but you told me that. Yeah. You thought yeah. that. Yeah. Dude, he's like five foot ten. No, no shame. <laughs> but uh, he's le- he's shorter he than like five foot ten. Guy he's, on he's, no, he's no taller he's than little. me, and I'm five seven but yeah chris b's yeah. there he had a booth this year his kansas deer was there chris B did? he had a booth yeah. there his kansas deer was there walk in did that you other like, room did you just walk around with, with your eyes closed ceilings? or what with the short ceiling where the 3d shoot was yeah well we skipped the back he was row. right across he was right across from where you transition buildings into the 3d building he was like by that locker so do you know where the chevy dealership was and the archery field and sports were Archery Field and Sports? He was you know right that, past that. Did you them. see where that was? So right here. So that's Chevy dealer. Then it was Archery Field and Sports, Walkway. Then it was some tree blind company yeah. or blinds or something. Not Other side of that, Crispy. Not behind the, the Chevy. There was nothing there. No, no, no. you got to keep walking down the alleyway on the opposite side. Oh, I must have even been. You walked right by that deer, yeah. and you drew over it. It's so a cool I, deer. So do I, not, though. It's not dark horn, though. It's cool, dude. I don't care. That's still cool. I don't know. The, I don't know. The mount looked funky to me. Well, you think every mount looks funky. That's not I yours. <laughs> I guess. But, I don't know. And then there was, was other guys there. What was their name? They were from South Dakota. We oh. talked to them a little while. What were those guys? Shoot. I got it. They yeah, were Buckstorm. 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 They were good guys to talk to. Yeah, they were nice. They? they basically um, told you you're, you're screwed. <laughs> they basically told us that bird numbers are way down, and if we haven't bought our tags, don't. <laughs> for said, what? For ter- for uh, they're they're based out of Rapid City. Oh. Yeah. yeah they said that all the birds <laughs> they said, died. They said super hard because winter. All winter. the birds are gonna die, and don't buy your tags if you are ready. <laughs> I said, well, we already have, so I guess we'll go camping. Yeah. So he, goes, he goes, well, you guys kill the turkeys. Leave the sheds for me. They must. They do a lot of elk shed I hunting, looked him so up. I looked him up. Hopefully so we're going to. Nah, he kind of hinted towards that. So I looked up their account, and it is just shed, shed, oh, shed, 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 they, rifle they were deer, selling, shed, 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 rifle deer, shed, They sheds. were selling uh, dog chews. Oh, yeah. okay. And then. Yeah, so I guess what, as far what as. Are the, uh, White tail adrenaline. They were, that, there. they were there. Oh, yeah. Jared Shuffler. Yeah. Yeah. White tail adrenaline was there. They're uh-huh. cool. They're ground guys. I like that. Yeah. Yep. They um, have a cool booth every year. They, yeah. They come cool. to the Harrisburg show. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those those Buckstorm guys are pushing this TNK gear made in the United States. They seem pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty durable products. What was it? Like they sold bino harnesses. It's all bino harnesses, gators, 
hand muffs. I think Anything they have a, but like clothing. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of like marsupial and kafaru material kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Um, there was a company up there by the deer wall too that did replicas, 3D that. printed replicas of deer. Eleven dollars an inch. They're expensive. Yeah. Both we Crazy. got we got quoted for I mean he they told us the price. The guy that does straight replicas. Real replicas and then the 3D replicas. But the guy price. who does the real replicas, he'll give you the mold and they'll give you a discount if you make more than one. Because the mold the molds be, the molds what the cost mold, money. The mold's a thousand bucks and then every replica's a thousand bucks. But if you do more the, than one replica for a two hundred inch deer. But for the more replicas you do for the three D? No, no, no. For like say, a real replica. Yeah. Like you can scan your, you pay for the scan and then you can have that file. Yeah. Yeah. But for the real replicas. Oh. Yeah. But Out the nice Wisconsin. thing about the 3D guy is he doesn't take your deer. I know. They, they'll scan it right there for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you scan it with your phone. You do? Mm hmm. You walk around it. That's what he explained it to me. He said you download yeah, the app and you just walk around it. And, it. and it takes pictures while you're walking around it and it just knows. It's impressive. That's cool. It's crazy what you yeah. do technology, but and then yeah. he said he'll even ha- he'll hand they'll most of the time they're traveling enough they'll hand deliver your three D printed replica. Yeah. yeah, they they said they come to Harrisburg. Oh really? Yeah, we talked to them. Yeah. yeah. Um, who else was there? The OKest Hunter was there. Yeah, Their that, podcast I, is pretty cool. I talked to him for they a little while. Dogs. I talked to him about his pup a little bit and just dog training in general. So he's a really genuine guy, like down to earth, easy to talk to. Um. A lot of times at trade shows, I feel like a lot of guys come out and just are all over you, wanting to talk to you about mm. stuff. This guy was just nice and easy, like stood up, just talked to me, like man to man. Just we were just talking about training dogs and whatnot, and he was personable. He wasn't selling a product. Yeah, mm. yeah, he really he didn't need, like he no he I literally asked him, he had his puppy just there with him, and I was just talking they to him about him. it. So it's nice. Yeah, he had that, his older dog. That's that the dog one was thing six. about the shows. I can't stand people trying to sell me stuff. It yeah. just it makes me angry. Like just talk to me. Yeah. Yep. See yeah. what it's about. I don't. But yeah, like to sell me. Madison. Madison's like, man, you're stopping at a lot of booths. I'm like, I could talk to every person in this room about something. Mm-hmm. Like I go to that's the, farm the point show, of going. The, I go to the farm show and I I can't talk to as many people. Like a lot of people have just random products. Yeah. I I could talk to anybody. Like I don't know, there's guys with the uh, the pruners. Yeah, we stopped listening to this guy ratcheting hedge trimmers and saws, and we talked to him for a half hour. <laughs> it's cool. I don't know. He but, cut I mean, the same stick like seven times. You can cut some big big you stuff can, with dude. those ratcheting. You, you pruners actually can. Easily, it's kind of cool. Like oh, butter. Yeah. They had a pole saw that was twenty five feet long. Twenty foot. Twenty foot long. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he had it all the way extended up. Not for two hundred bucks. I'm not yeah, no, I'm good. Did you guys see those uh, foldable ladder stands? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy, I, he, I, okay. He stopped and talked to him. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I went after him a little bit because I'm like, all right, look, explain this to me. He I'm, goes, you can be up in the tree in four minutes. I'm like, I was like, well, you can do that with regular. You can fall out of the tree in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah. And I can clang and bang every deer out of the woods carrying that sucker in there yeah. with me because it's just metal on metal. He He's like, it's as it's as it's as quiet as you are. And I was like, dude, if it's ra- if it rained, no, all Ryan, the literally, are wet. Ryan literally said, you're not getting that through the briars in Iowa. And he goes, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how yeah. am I well, supposed to then take that out of the East Coast? That's was, not for the East Coast. I was either. like, yeah. I was like, look, I get it. If you're hunting big timber, 
and you want a sturdy stand that you can easily put up by yourself. And you're hunting strictly and like you're hunting, flats. And you're hunting private land in big timber. I'm leaving that sucker up all year. Yeah. But at that point, just buy a regular ladder stand That's for a quarter of the price. That's a lot cheaper. But well, anyway, good for him for coming now? up with the idea. See what? Did they have a cost? For uh, uh-uh. Didn't even ask. No. <laughs> but I did feel bad because he might have felt a little bit attacked. But I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm like, I'm like, you've got it. Like, because he. Oh, point. Well, no, I wasn't making a point. But like, he made me sound, or he made me feel like I was stupid for thinking this thing wouldn't work. Yeah. I'm like, you don't understand where I'm dragging my shit to. Time at the same time though, the the other takeaway from the show is you might have attacked him, but we got absolutely violated by this seasoning booth. Oh, because we had to yeah, sign a waiver. We had to sign a waiver to eat this spicy thing, and it was bad. It wrecked us. Like it was hot. It it was pretty hot. I mean, what about in the bathroom? Oh, next later day was that hor- night. Next day was horrible. Spicy shit, dude. It, it plugged me up. Like I couldn't go. Did you until the next no. no he's the only one who didn't it eat was it. Dragon, it was I dragon's was breath <laughs> it was dragon's so, breath so they were taste they were letting us taste some little, other stuff yeah the little dips and i'm like all right this can't be that bad she want to try this one she goes this one is six dollars a packet and the rest of them are five i'm like okay it's probably a little i bought some seasoning hidden, hidden blend you know oh, and uh, she goes you gotta sign a waiver to try this one she kind of smiled i'm like oh yeah right you know it's kind of a joke uh, and I, was like, I was like i was like i was like i was like i'll try it and then she whips out this folder with we actually have to sign a waiver actual waiver i'm like shit ryan goes well, we can't pussy out now. <laughs> like, wait, back. There's people watching us. And she's like, and she's like, well, I've seen a seven-year-old eat it and not even blink. And I've seen oh, a grown man go in the fetal position. And I'm like, well, that's great. And then she goes, what's your name again? He goes, Ryan. I'm Mason. She goes, all right, folks. Just starts announcing, we got Ryan and Mason doing the Dragon's oh, Breath geez. Challenge. And I'm like, is it that, that hot? <laughs> it's that hot. And she hands it to us, and she just Glob gets into the bottom on a of pretzel on a, on a pretzel no no it no, was like a seasoning like a, packet that they mix with oh, nothing cream cheese it didn't matter it didn't matter yeah I feel like it, the cream, cream cheese was molten lava okay and she hands it to us and i'm like oh, that'll be all right bad. and so like, pop it in and i've eaten a few hot things before and i'm not gonna lie i'm walking away eat it and my whole face just ignite the pretzel and i'm like it just sticks in your teeth we went and look at ryan the water he's doing gum and he's going and just, you guys were sitting at the same spot for probably <laughs> it was bad oh no that was after i it, that it caught up to my gut it got dude, down in it there started and it like burning my gut i had to sit dude. down for a second because i felt like i was gonna blow up i blame that on the big <laughs> but, beer but no because we bought a big beer like the big silos yeah. and we were walking around and we walked by that felt booth, a little just courageous. Felt like a fucking <laughs> big old man and you kicked me right back down. Oh, and we sat, we sat by the water fountain, like swished the mouth out a couple times. It didn't help. No, it, it didn't would matter. like help. It would give you a little relief. It and just tease you. You'd walk down the aisle far enough away from the water fountain that you had to like <laughs> jaunt your way back. It was, was so freaking hot. There was this little kid that was getting a drink of water in front of me, and he was a whole you know nine years old, and uh, I felt match. bad. No, <laughs> out of likes. <laughs> Not on don't worry folks we're just we're just trying to sort cole's life out here one swipe <laughs> at a time just getting him a wife no big deal but yeah there's this little kid gets taking his absolute sweet time drinking water on the drink fountain he could barely reach and i was just about ready to throw him <laughs> dude i was like dude you know the movie wild hogs when dudley eats that 
So all of a sudden he goes like, mother of God, I've swallowed out lava. Like that's kind of the moment I was in right there. Yeah. And I can handle some <laughs> spicy food. <laughs> so then the next booth we came along that had lollipops, Mason talked to him so he could take Dude, lollipops. Dude, I, I talked to him just to take a sucker and I popped that sucker yeah, in. And it that, was that's what relief. finally helped. Ryan didn't even time. talk to him. He just grabbed him and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Cole, was, we were leaving. Everyone was packing up Cole went over to a bowl of candy and took a whole handful <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, and then that's when we talked to the Buckstorm guys. Because as yeah. they were walking away, he goes, those were $5 a pop. And Cole looked like a kid that was scared. <laughs> yeah. No, those but, Buckstorm guys were good guys. They were, they were really nice. Uh, how'd your 3D shoe go? <laughs> Mine went really good from the stands. Because we got all the way down there to the Classic. And I checked my bag before I went in. And... Uh, I put my release back in the box that it came in, and that morning I was cleaning out my case, and, and I took, took the box out, set idiot. it on the counter. Tried to shoot all of them. How did your new release shoot? Yeah, did you not, shoot it yet? I've shot it. Yeah, I oh, shot okay. it on Wednesday. Yeah. Got it tuned up where you want it? Probably not, but we're just, we're just keeping going. But, yeah, I like it so far. I've, I don't know if I've talked about it yet. I, I went out and bought the button, the, the aluminum one, not the stainless one. UV button. Yeah, Ultra View. Got that locked up. Now I'm I'm a fanboy. Got the grip. Got the release. Got the scope. Wow. Wow. Now wow. you just need a Matthews. No, I don't. Um, who else was there? They weren't there. I was surprised Ultraview wasn't there because Chris B was there. But and, uh, and uh, the phone scope company. Magview. Oh, Magview. Yeah, they I were there. But I was surprised that uh, Ultraview wasn't there, considering that like Chris B was because he had a couple of like. His releases, like like the hinge, you know, when I he yeah. worked on, he had some of his shrewd bars there. Yeah. But they didn't have any of the scopes or anything like that there. So maybe they'll come eventually, but Probably. who knows? Yeah. But other than that, who else we stopped? We stopped at Novix, didn't yeah. get talked to, yeah. and uh, I was actually gonna buy a set of sticks there, and they wouldn't talk to me. Same with that. What was that new camouflage? Oh, the scare scare. Was it Sky, S- the Scree? Yeah, it's got like the triangle. Yeah, it, yeah. it's cool looking, but same thing. We were looking him. around at it, and no, no one, one like no one would talk to us. I was gonna walk over to him and be like, "So, what's the difference between this and anything else?" But I was like, "I don't want to be that guy." I That's also, what I do. I, I I walk up to booth. I'm like, I'm like, what What do you got here? Also, though, <laughs> I was like, because I have no idea what you're, what you're selling me on. So we were also getting some looks though from like people for. Like you could just tell walking around, people like looking at us, a bunch of college kids. They're like, oh, they're not, they're not bringing anything with them. Did you have your first? Lady? I did, I did. I think that's also why I was getting weird looks too. Listen, the amount of sick of people there. Oh my word! I, I thought I'm not gonna lie. I did okay, feel like it. Here, here, I'm gonna drop it. What I was gonna say earlier. The amount of Mennonites that are wearing Kuyu. Oh my God! <laughs> with wads of cash. Yeah. I watched a Mennonite guy. I don't. Even There's a guy who pulled out a wad of cash. That was bigger on his bushel. I can't. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I want to, I'm going to be a Mennonite. <laughs> I don't want to be a Mennonite, go but God. Good for them. But yeah, no, I, I did feel like an elitist walking around in my first light. Cause I saw three people the whole day were in first light. I saw a guy with a vest, a guy with like a gray Klamath. And I saw a guy wearing like the f- fusion pattern I and that was that it. Guy. And it was just me. Hmm. I felt like I was just. What were those cameras we looked at? Um, oh. Damn, Ra- they put me on the spot. Are they Ravix or no? Reconics. No, they no. weren't. They were nice though. Five hundred bucks. One hundred twenty-five bucks. Radix. Radix. That's Radix. what it was. Yeah. What, are they cell cams? They cell had cell cam cams and non-cell cams. cams. They were the same price, but the non-cell cams 
took some of the best photos oh I have ever. The video looked like it came out of like a nice camera, like really? a like yeah. a like a like ten eighty DSLR camera. Hmm. They were nice. 4K, we 4K. we stopped at the Cuddyback booth. Yeah, super helpful because our uh, cell cams chew batteries. Yeah, and did they, they sell you on solar panels? They did, but mm-hmm. I figured they would. You know, that's that's what we don't need. make me put batteries in a fucking camera if you're just gonna sell me on a solar panel. That's my that's where I see. Yeah, so here's their website. Yeah. Their also, normal I cameras. Have four tact cams and two spy points for. Sale. There's also a guy selling the. The muddies that were revamped for forty bucks for a cell camera. And he'll hack you too. Factory. Probably. <laughs> Factory revamp. But yeah. um but no, I think I'm gonna look into these. So it's five bucks to start a plan. And, and then seven, seven bucks, bucks a camera per camera you add. So per month. One, how many pictures? Uh, it's unlimited, I thought. For seven bucks? I think their website did look like it was pretty new. I mean, they're like app. Like it's, it wasn't yeah. the super user friendly, but like the tactic can't be as bad as stealth cam or oh. can't be anywhere. And the pictures were pretty. Yeah, normal. he pulled them up on his phone, and they were crystal. I mean, the, nice. the non-cell cams were yeah, super super. Like no, I mean, even the cell cams were good. Some of the same price. They're both. Bucks. I mean, sale price was one hundred twenty-five, but on their website, they're selling both of them for one forty-nine ninety-nine. Huh. So I'm gonna look into it, but. I don't know, and I talked to one of his buddies, um, to be father-in-laws, that was stru- struggling with his tacticams. I don't. I'm. I like went back. I was looking through my pictures. I'm getting pictures of the ass end of deer. Like the trigger speed isn't that like good. it's slowing down or it's not catching things that it should be. Like a deer walking straight through the middle of my image, and I get the butt. Yeah. And the head is out. It could be a. It could be a. 300 inch deer <laughs> and i wouldn't know it yeah so it's like are they really as good like everyone like you go online on a facebook oh, post everybody's got tactic and maybe I that's the problem maybe that's the problem though they are cheap they're you can cheap, buy them in bulk and they're easy to set up but maybe that's the problem there's too many cameras on their system and it's slowing them down so i don't know i was gonna but look at these have you looked through your cards and he did say too that like Say your whatever happens, it backs everything up onto the SD card. With yeah, that all company. the cameras do. That. So like my stealth cams, <clears throat> if I had like finicky service, it would send me a few pictures, but I would be like, man, what's going on here? I pull the card out, and there are so many more pictures. I mean, I ran through my pictures, and I never saw one that I didn't see before. Okay. So, Could I be. mean, yep. Didn't he say though, like with the you can, I don't. Didn't mess around with the tactic cam, so you can change it to video mode. Like, yeah, on the app quick. with those other cameras, you on the app change it from video. Like to if you picture he said, mode. he said that I he. I do that with stealth cam. No, you can. It you're not changing it. You're requesting a video on demand. Like, like he's saying, that like if you, you know, like if like if you know a deer is coming like, through at seven thirty every morning, flip it. And you're watching him come in. You no, want like a it's, video. It's if you get a picture of a deer you see and say he's coming into a scrape. You get a on-demand notification. You see it's that. You can go in the app and say record a video. It'll record a 20-second video and send 30, it to you. 30, 30, 30, 30 seconds. Because he, he had a video of him shooting his muzzleloader buck. Because oh, yeah. the deer walked out, yeah. camera died, turned back on, deer's on the ground. And it's literally just laying there. Like You hear it, the shot, you hear the, the deer's on the ground, but the camera doesn't catch the deer actually falling. But it was pretty cool. 
So it's like on-demand. You're not changing it to take videos on the app. You're asking it to take an on-demand video, Yeah. which is pretty cool. But, I mean, you have to be watching your phone and get the notification right yeah. away. But, yeah. I mean, a buck's going to hang But, like, if you can, like, if, I mean, if minutes. it's coming in a couple of days in a row and, like, you know that it, you know, and then it shows up, then it's nice to have that video. I mean. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, who else we talked to? Uh, uh, one of my old. Saddle? Well, or maybe. One of my old co-workers selling seed. Yeah? Yep, he's really cool to talk to. He's out of Independence, Iowa. Give them a shout-out. See if we can maybe work something out with what them. What are they doing? They sell food plot seed. Oh. Everything. They're also Pioneer Dealers oh, out of Independence. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Big trust. Um, but, yeah, so I got a little flustered when Novix went and talked to me because I was dead set to buy a set of their double-step minis. And I had the money in my pocket, and they went and talked to me. And who would you know? Next aisle over is the tethered booth. And uh, the bad guys. Yeah, they had their new turkey vest, which we looked at, which was pretty cool. It's just I a little, liked it. just a little out of it's my price of, range at the moment. Cool. We'll hit that. A little out of my price range at the moment, but uh, they had I some sticks for sale. Yeah. 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 I Ryan's got a set of the skeletors. I watched a guy walk out with two of them. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's a fact. Because he bought both of them. He bought the talking about best, right? Pack. Yeah, he yeah, bought yeah. the pack and the yeah. hydration pack one. But they had the Skeletors and the one sticks. Ryan's got the Skeletors, right? Yeah. Pretty good stick overall. Yeah. They had them for a pretty good price. Yeah, I like them. But uh, I went ahead and bought the one sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, I'm impressed. Currently, no regrets. I mean, the wallet hurt. A little bit, but show special, quote unquote. I think I just paid for it to not be shipped. Is all I did. Pretty much. But, yeah. but you're uh, I mean, money. their Black Friday deal was ten percent, but you still had to pay for shipping. Yeah. So I'm impressed. I mean, we've got them with, and they're like the three pack that I'm currently holding weighs less than a three step single step. If you know like what an XOP or a Lone Wolf is, I mean, it's probably not. If you looked it up, exactly lighter, but it just feels like it, and I'm all about what it feels like. Yep. Yeah. So. And their their attachment, their like twist, whatever crossover system for the tree. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I did ask her too, because I was worried, because I've heard about all of them like breaking, you know, like the Gen ones breaking and the 2.0s breaking and whatnot. But she registered for me right at the booth. They were registered to my name, so if anything ever happens, I should get new ones fixed or whatever. But uh, the only thing that really kind of bothers me so far is that it was a three-pack. So yeah. I'm thinking about buying a, a single stick with them just so I can have four. But at the same time, I don't really know if I'll ever need 100, four. 180 bucks a stick. No, they're 114 Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. yeah. Something's 180 bucks. Like Timber Ninja or something. Yeah, the Carbon SS sticks. But uh, I think my biggest takeaway as far as a company that I really liked was Cruiser. We stopped at their booth up there. They had their saddles and platforms up there. They're developing a stick. They showed us some prototypes. It was kind of cool. They had a carbon yeah, one. They, and nice, nice they had a carbon too. one and an aluminum one. Yeah. Cool. And they were nice. But uh, Ryan got into one. Yeah. Wait, hang on. Let's go back to Tethered. Their vest. Turkey vest we're uh, talking about. Partnered with. It was comfortable. Comfortable? To put on. I would never buy one with the backpack. No, never. Because I. Why am I going to take a whole vest off with calls and shit in my pouches to get to a backpack? So no. it's not a backpack. It's made to hold a water bladder. I know, but like you can put other stuff yeah. in there. But, um, you know why it's called the M2? It's a mod- 
what you mobile modular. Mobile modular. Yeah. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been M squared. M squared. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Beside the point. Like I'm a big dude, and I like messed around with the straps a little bit. I put it on. I was. It was comfortable. And it has the pleat. Um. Oh wait, I'm talking about the saddle. I'm still caught up no, on that saddle. No. We'll come back to that yeah. in a second. But the the tethered turkey vest. Um. I would definitely get it with the back pouch, the uh, the Turkey bird, bag. the bird bird, bag. bird tote. I think, yeah, or but do you? So do you or do you not want the seat? Oh, seat. oh god, you yeah. gotta have the seat. So some people don't like them. I I know. I'm saying you gotta have the seat. My uh, my old turkey vest, mine fell off and I didn't have a seat and it sucked. Cause I've my never had a turkey butt vest. Was muddy and wet all the time. I think you'll like it. I my dad has never run one. All like my buddy, he runs. Well, him and his dad both run best, and I got one, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Was I was uh, so organized. It was good. Well, I don't like, carry a ton of calls. Yeah, but even, like, shells and everything, like, Just it's all right one. there. <laughs> Just bring one. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, I was worried the calls would be too far back on my hip, like, the pouches. The pouches yeah. They came around. They're easy to access, right, like, kind of right on the side. Um, the pouches were nice, had spots for slates. Um, I would be able to figure out a route for putting mouth calls, keeping them pretty organized. Did they, they have, like, they had the striker slots? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say they did. Uh, I want to say they did. Um, the material seemed really durable, too. They seemed, like, it well seemed pretty built. solid. Yeah. They said it was super quiet, like that microfiber Yeah. Or uh, it's like soft. It's like almost soft. Yeah. But the seat was comfortable, like solid. Did you sit on it? No, but like <laughs> I just touched it. Like I was pushing on it, whatever. But yeah. it's like a solid seat. Half those seats like so turn into fun. mush. Yeah, we were there long the enough that anyway. we wore the lady out. That was. <laughs> she was pretty desk. sick of talking to Mason. Right. Yeah, I wore yeah. it down pretty hard. That's my bad. Oh, I got a free hat out of the deal. Hey. I didn't really get a free hat. I still had to buy sticks. She goes, Yeah, well, yeah, you take a hat. Three hundred dollar hat. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And you got free sticks. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, good booth there. And then, yeah, back to the cruiser saddles. I hopped in one, um, put it on. And I will say, compared to my tethered saddle, and the guy said, that's what I asked the guy. I was like, what's different from this to my tether? He's mm-hmm. like, I think you'll have less hip pinch. He's like, do you have hip pinch in your tethered saddle? I was like, yeah. Cause I do. Like if I sit in there long enough, I can feel it pushing on this. On my like you, I'm a big you gotta dude. Get on, you I'm gotta a big get boy. Saddle shape. I'm a big boy. You know, I get it pinching on my hips because I got wide hips. Um, but I got in there and I leaned back into it and I couldn't feel it like wrapping around. I don't know if it's their bridge design or what, but I leaned into that sucker. It felt solid. Um, I. I would be able to run all the same ropes I already have if I switched to it. Yeah. So, um, I've been think I was thinking about that it. pleat in the middle is really cool. Did and you did you put one on? Didn't have to. I saw enough. I it was you, nice. You can pull you pull it up over your yeah. ass. You don't even have to pull it up. They they it wants to be the short way. Yeah. So then you can extend but it to what sit. What I'm saying yeah. is you can pull it up on your back a little bit, pull that pleat out, and sit down and put your knees to the tree. Oh my God! It's like I'm sitting lake, like on a beach, out at a the ocean chair. in a hammock. I yeah, like it. Fall asleep. And it like cuddled. It cuddled you. my buttocks. 
and it was comfortable. All the right I, places. All the right places, buddy. All the right places. Yep. And but, beside that yeah. too, even the the platforms they had were nice. nice. Yeah. The little one, which let me see, what do they got there? They got it's called the Seeker. So the Mini Seeker is it's about the same size as the tethered platform. Right, right. They're both the standard. It's just yeah. it's got this kick down on the front. So like if you ever stand on a saddle platform and your ankles hurt when you stand off the side, like leaning away. You know, your feet stand on the edge, not flat anymore. Get stronger ankles. See, but you got mountain ankles, all right? <laughs> Second off, I hate standing on the well, edge I will of my say platform. My, the boots that I have, are there's a hard plastic. If you don't have a hard sole, yeah. it gets pretty rough. Yeah. So these ones, so I like to lean way back. Like, I like to lean off and lay back in my saddle, but I like to have my feet flat on something two at the same time agreed so i end up bending my over bending my ankles so you set your platform to be kicked down yeah i tilt mine down so that's more comfortable that way you don't have to you'll set this one flat so i i can cinch up and be really flat when i go to shoot like super comfortable almost just standing to shoot and i don't have to like adjust that platform down so i just set it level and I can be super comfortable leaning off that front with fat, flat feet and a good base to stand on. That's what I noticed standing there. And what do you t- what do you say? Like they weight weight tested their platforms, and it they didn't, say three hundred pounds on the box or something. It but didn't they break. they didn't break them when they were at like nineteen hundred. It didn't break. Oh it it has a it has a grade eight bolt in there. It didn't break until the grade eight bolt broke. Like, the bolt is the only thing that broke. Like, yeah. the, the aluminum didn't break. Well, good. I would hope so. But, I mean... Well, I mean, I don't know. Everyone puts 300 materials. pounds on there, but... Yeah, uh, they have to do that. It's the They're strap, not, really. Yep, so, it's the strap. And, again, I don't really care. What's, the, what's that platform run? 180 bucks. They were oh. selling for 165 Affordable. It's, I yeah. mean, just, it's... That's not... I mean, what's a tethered? 180 Yeah, same price. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I will say, though, they had a straight-up telephone pole. For their like booth, yeah, that's what and that platform bit a smooth hard telephone pole. Yeah, that's. Could you that imagine what that was on I a real tree? About. So like, if you get in a smooth bark so, tree, like, Brian like, got slippery. on it and it didn't even attempt to move. No, and it didn't look like they had it all like not Did being that way, but like cam it down or they went like it was can- it was already cam. Dude, it was on there, and it was just a cinch and. It didn't look like it had got messed around with much to really cam it in right. And at the same time, too, like, I don't really trust shows, so, like, I always look to see if they're, like, screwed in, you know, they're not lying to you. Yeah. I couldn't tell. It, it you could tell spots where they bit it around the tree. Mm. It felt solid. Yeah, so. it was nice. I'm sure he would have. He was a really nice guy. Talked us through everything, showed us was a lot. Was he, like, a sales rep, or is he one of the... I think he's kind of one of the guys. He was one of And them. they're all, Amer- all American Yeah, made. out of Tennessee. Um, they so they drove a ways. Hire full time guy like they have full time sellers that sell forty hours a week to make all your products. So you know you're not getting some junk from. It's almost like Mexico. Everywhere else. <laughs> With a higher minimum wage. Yeah, 40, 40 bucks a week down in Mexico. They're working eighty <laughs> or eight uh, forty. Not hours. forty bucks a week. Forty, 40 hours. hours. Yeah. So. Um, it was really cool. The only thing that I have to say, which granted, I would honestly I'm preferring it that way, is they use a cam buckle. For attachment for their platform, I don't know. I don't like the whole like daisy chain. And all, all this, I would, all I would not use a daisy chain on my platform. Or like the people who use like 
a mini like Prusik knot to attach their plow. Like, have you seen those people go crazy with no, am steel? Like no. they, it's ridiculous. Like all the well, am steel guy. Yeah, I, I've seen him. I've never. Hey, that's where I got my hater. There's from. people who yeah. like, even with their sticks, they use like a Prusik double hitch crazy deals yeah. for saving weight. I'm like, no, that cam mm. buckle is way to go. Yeah, I mean that's how most people I say mean, they're loud. They are loud. For attaching a bunch of sticks, they are. Yeah, but like on a platform. And my platform, I dang it off my platform. Well, just cinch it tight. You just gotta stealth strip it. (laughs) Yeah, where were we? That That thing was covered in elevate. It was the elevate booth. Yeah. They had a platform laying on their table. Granted, it was light. It didn't weigh very much. But I think the whole thing was stealth stripped all the way around. Like, you're seeing people go crazy with paracord around your, like, grow up. But. Yeah, they have the whole thing just covered in stealth strips. Hmm. Yeah, Elevate, they wouldn't come over and talk to me. So No, we stopped by their booth, too, and they just had their nose in the air. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just, like, sorry, I have a, I do have a checkbook. For I was gonna, like, like, everybody like, else. And they're from Kansas, too. So you'd think mm. they'd want to move around a little bit more. But. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my uh, show experience was looking at the food plot implements, mostly. Oh yeah. Trying to trying to get a new uh, maybe get a, a drill, maybe a no-till drill for the old Power Star seventy five. Yo, you guys ought to be able to get a six foot Genesis. You can pull an eight footer with that new tractor. Yeah. An eight footer with a ten foot bat wing. We talked to Great Plains. Um, they're good drills. They are. They're expensive. Well, they I mean, pricey. but those like food plot specific ones, uh, the guys that were right across from the Chevy booth. Yeah, Genesis. Yeah, Genesis. The green That's one. Twenty thousand. We just bought a three foot one for ten grand. Yeah. And, and you want to know how much a three foot drill weighs? Like two thousand pounds. Yeah, they're yeah. a ton. Heavy bastards. Yeah. <laughs> Literally a ton. Literally a ton. <laughs> <laughs> like that? I did like yeah. that. That was a good one. But uh, then we were looking at the Furminator, which is. It's just that, like, broadcast, yeah. like, it's got the disc on the front. So that... And that, I mean, it would be nice, but you can't do, like, soybeans or anything out of it. There, There's it's a guy... It's got to be, like, alfalfa clover. Soybeans, they well, just won't you, be in rows. Yeah, they just don't get very There's good a guy by us that has a Casco that has a the broadcasting pan like that. He plants everything. He leases a lot of ground and puts in a lot of food pots, and he kills a lot of nice deer around us. But, but I mean... That sales rep for them, we talked to him for a long time last Casco year. Casco or Furminator? Furminator. Yeah. And he's a super nice guy, so we stopped in and talked to him again. And he said, there's a drill coming. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think, I don't know, if you're going to get something, I would get a Great Plains just because it's going to last you forever. Well, you can buy a Land Pride if you wanted orange. I don't want an orange one. I want <laughs> you green. want a green one? Yeah. Get a blue one. Get a red and one. And I also got a card from their sales rep. He said, if you need an internship, look me up. Oh, look at that. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yep, there you go. Um, Employee discount. That Casco. Did you talk to the Casco people? I didn't see them. Where were they? I don't remember. They might have been in the little room that apparently you what color didn't walk through red. I don't think um, I saw them. Or else so talk to them. the guy by us, he has a Casco with a uh, broadcast pan like that, and he's a dealer for them. And I we checked them out. They're a good built drill, but for our price point and what we wanted to do, you'd have to go to like an eco drill, which is their like good no till drill, 
and I just don't know how I felt about them. So we ended, yeah. that's why we ended up going to the Genesis. It's only a three-footer, and it was $10,000 or whatever it was. But for what we're doing, most of our stuff's half acre, acre at a time. You go out there one afternoon, do-do-do-do-do, oh, yeah. buzz it off quick. So, I mean, that wasn't necessarily the worry for me. So um, we're going to do a no-till crimping style. Oh. Yeah. You're not going to spray. I've pushed against the crimper for a while, but I think if we're going to do it, we might as well do it. But I'm not I'm not spending $5,000 for a crimper. I don't know what yeah, it's going to take. Gonna I will build one. build one if I have to. <laughs> but I am not spending five grand on a crimper. Are you going to crimp off the front and plant? No. Right I tried to convince my dad to let me <laughs> build a bracket to put it on the bucket of our tractor, uh, but he won't let me. Oh, and I don't it, know if you get enough downforce. I wouldn't be enough downforce. So. Engineering. So. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. But And then we, of course talk to all the realtors and boy they really want to talk to you and then they ask you where you're from of course my dad's like poops with you yeah yeah <laughs> and they're like oh are you looking to buy in iowa like ah maybe he is and he points to me and <laughs> they're they they just like shut down some of them are really yeah. nice some of them are super nice dad was talking to that's the, the test though talking to the one guy about leases and whatnot and yeah you know he was a nice guy yeah i don't know that's the problem. You go to those like big money things, and they don't want to talk to you. No, no, unless oh, you're wearing. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. And Kuyu and but that's, that's the thing. Like I could walk around in Sitka, but I'm still a you're twenty still a year old kid. college kid. That's They're not going to talk to me. They don't care. Like, like how do they know? I, I don't. I'm not talking for someone that's yeah. looking to buy a load of land from you. But it's not the case. But as far as they know, yeah. yeah but. Guess they'll that's never the know. Yeah, they'll never know. That's the thing. Is like I don't know if I was ever in that position where I was looking to buy a bunch of land, I would do like I'd I'd go up there acting like I wasn't in the market to buy, and I was just and just see what they're like. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy. I'm not I'm gonna, not gonna g- deal with somebody like no, that. No, fake bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What time are we running here? We might not only cover the old deer classic. We are. Eh, Mess around. We're probably at we're about an hour. Here. We're about an hour. Um, I told you we have to break it up. Of, ten minutes Sorry, of bull folks. crap in the beginning. Um, did we talk about sheds? Not yet. We can no. f- cap off with that. I mean, Cole, wanna... how was your deer classic experience? You never really gave us a lot here, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> I didn't have a lot. I was just walking around enjoying it, you, watching us suffer. You sadly <laughs> had to stay and uh, watch a three D shoot. Yeah, I could have gone Kyle hunting, but... Yeah. yeah, how'd that work out? Oh, well, wait, we'll save oh, that here, for another podcast. Seminars, seminars, I'll talk okay, about Okay, talk those. about seminars. So, my dad's all... He wants to shoot a coyote, so every single day he flew out. Friday, we hunted Friday afternoon, Saturday morning, Saturday night. Sunday morning, Sunday night. <laughs> so, Friday and Saturday morning, we didn't have anything. Well, there was predator calling seminar with Oh, Randy Anderson. Oh. Was that the guy with the booth right? Yeah. Oh. That we were sitting at the cruiser booth. Up. We were sitting at the cruiser booth talking to the guy, like, chit-chat with him. All we had to listen to was quack, quack, I was like, you, I was like your head hurt yet? And the guy goes, I'm done. And it was, this was it at, was like, 10, Saturday this morning. was 1030 <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. And he was oh, cooked. God. Yeah. But anyway, not to 
And uh, so before we went in there, and Jake was along with us too, and I said to my dad, I was like, there's going to be about five things that he tells you. Everybody says them. That's all they're going to tell you. He hit every single point. <laughs> you guessed it. Every you? single point. And that's not what my dad wanted to hear coming from me. Yeah. And uh, the, only thing, you're right. the only thing he he said different is. So what were your five points? Yeah. He, oh, geez, Jake, what did I say? Uh, don't overcall. Uh, there were two calling things. Wind. Well, watch your approach in. Uh, watch your wind. Two calling. Th- uh, don't overcall. And don't call too loud. And what was the fifth one? Uh, maybe it was only four. Bring snacks. Bring snacks. <laughs> don't plan on eating these because you're going to be hungry. Yeah. So, anyhow, he, he hit all five of them. The only thing different, he said, is when you're dealing with pressured coyotes, you got to howl first. He had a three-step pro- approach. And I'm not endorsing this. Yeah, I bet he did. I am not endorsing they all do. this. He goes, you got to howl first, then do your do your prey distress sequence. Howl again to be like, who you got something? And then you do like a, a predator distress, like a coyote squeals or whatever. And uh, so we tried that uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. And... <laughs> Like, the biggest point is, I drew away from that. You got to be where the coyotes are, where the coyotes want to come in. The coyotes aren't going to come in if they don't want to come in. Yeah. And, you know, this guy does it for a job. Yeah. Spends all day doing it. Yeah. And he's traveling everywhere. Unlimited resources. Yeah. Yeah, But he was saying, like, these guys have 4,000 acre ranches that they save. I'm like, well, yeah, I bet you hunt those too. Yeah. But, uh, so then dad went back. Sunday, because we went to go look at the deer, and he wanted to watch another or listen to another seminar, and we go over to Randy Anderson's booth, and my dad started out on a bad note. He said we use all Fox Pro stuff, and this guy's a Primos guy, <laughs> and so that kind of like shut him down. But he would not talk to us. Really? Like there were other people coming up, and he would like say something. Like Dad would ask him a question, like for a little bit of advice. And a guy would walk up to the booth and be like, hey, you want me to sign this for you? And, like, just go off. So, like, he would start talking to this other guy, and we just walked away. Like, Oh, God. Yeah, just not not a personable person. Well, I mean, like, people liked him who were – or he liked people who were giving him money. But, right. And and he threw, he was throwing sales pitches in, and you can only buy this call from me. Oh, during a seminar? Yeah, so I don't like that. Yeah. And then the next seminar we – went to on Sunday was supposed to be uh, uh, how to set up your property, like food plot-wise and whatever. QDMA. Yeah. Well, the guy gave the wrong presentation. He was given two, and he gave how to think like a mature buck. And it was basically, he worked <laughs> for Drury's, and he was slapping his cock all over you. And the number one point that he gave was play the wind. Know where the deer are coming from and play the wind. I'm like, I could have stood up there and talked for three seconds yeah. and, and gave the same <laughs> point that you did. Yeah. And he worked for Don Higgins group. So mm. and he gave the wrong yeah. speech. And he gave the wrong one. And the, the one of the, the old Lin, the older Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. He was in there 
Dave. Yeah, and he was sitting beside us over in the next row. There I talked to him. There weren't very many people there. And after the presentation, he raised his hand. Of course, they knew each other. He was like, I think you gave the wrong presentation. <laughs> and the guy was like, oh. He's like, well, Lee Lukowski's coming later, so I'm saving that one for that. I'm like, well, you could have done it both times because you just wasted an hour of our time telling us something we yeah. already knew. But uh, Play the win and be where they want to be. Yep. And have – that and, easy. Deer hunting. And have – Poor Way Outdoor Seminar next year at the Deer Closet. We're going to have a booth and have, we need more information. And have crazy mind. leases because he oh, was like – He's like, I don't want to say it in a bragging way, but I've shot 30 deer booting class Crockett. Or Boone and Crockett class. Yeah. I'm like, okay, and that's your life, bud. Yeah. Like, good for you. Try to do it on public land. True. You haven't picked up a 207 and two weights on yeah. knock Yeah, you should have stood up and been like, so I just want to know how to go about picking up big deadheads. <laughs> how many you got in the bottom of your creek right now? Because I know you got at least one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I figured that's kind of how the seminars go. Cole, how was your seminar? Your yeah, what seminar did you go to? Uh, goose calling tips. Oh, which you, was you missed the uh, turkey calling? Uh competition. I know. I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, no, it was good. It was a George Lynch. See a big name. Lynch mob calls. Yeah, he's pretty big. Was he trying to sell you? No, he talked about. Well, he kind of went on a rant and talked about how he didn't like deer drives, and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, Were and you then in there? no, I just got the recap, oh. and then it made me gave, giggle, and then gave some calling advice, and it wasn't any more than I already knew. Yeah, so. that's usually how it goes. I don't know. What was his rant about deer drives? No, he didn't like them. What? What's he didn't like party them? hunting. He didn't like people shooting other people's deer, but... Oh, uh, see, I don't agree with that. I had a no, st- it, well, it, my it, argument with that is, if you can't do it with deer, why can you do it with waterfowl? Hey, that is it's true. Point. You can't. You're not supposed to. Does legally. it happen? I, yeah, I bet it happens. Legally, it you happens. Get, you get caught here. I guarantee it happens, though. I guarantee who's, you every, gr- who's who's every waterfowl who's group out say? there does it. I know, but it's still not legal. It's not legal. I bet it happens. Squir- I, happens I with squirrel hunting. Happens. happens with any. I'm, I'm just saying it happens anything with anything with, with a bag a, on anything it. Anything you can hunt with a group, yeah. I guarantee it happens. With a bag on Well, I mean, bag on it or amount of tags, one or the yeah. other. Yeah. So, at that same note, a farmer shouldn't be able to give away farm tags to people hunting. Oh, yes. Hey. Yes, he should. I'm just saying. The only time I eat no, anything. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm saying he can't. I like it. But like. <laughs> Everyone likes getting a farm tag, but, like, if you can't party hunt and you can't fill up people's waterfowl limits, then the farmer can't give you a tag there for him. But I'm doing, like, he the point hunt. of those is... The, still to him. Okay, but property. the point of those no, is conservation. Team. I'm arguing the point. Like, is, it, is it still conservation to have a bag limit for waterfowl? Yeah. Yeah, or else you just shoot all the ducks. Yeah, but if your bag limit's three... And me and you are hunting together, so there's two of us for a bag limit six. But if I shoot four and you shoot zero, I'm technically over, but we're under. Yeah, so you would have committed a crime. Yeah, but like, if you get pulled over, if you get pulled over, if you get pulled over, the DNR, you just be like, oh yeah, I got three and he's got one. It's a bunch of, it's a crack of shit. That's what it is. Okay, but I wouldn't admit that. No, I'm not (laughs) saying I do it. I don't, I don't hunt waterfowl besides snow geese. 
No bag limit, baby. The occasional goose hunt in the fall. Yeah, when they're not bailing corn stalks while we're on the field. (laughs) (laughs) We might have had to worry about bag limits. We we actually didn't have a tractor driving in front of us the entire morning. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Oh well, we now we know for next year. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Seven months. September teal. I'd like somebody to take me teal. We're going. I bought a new choke today. We went. I did too. I'm no longer shooting the factory Remington choke that's not the meant for steel, steel shot. Blowing oh, steel through good. it. Yeah. I spent some dough and got a What'd you get? Carlson cremator long range. Oh, yeah, that's right. So got. I can miss them at three feet. What'd you get, Ryan? Long range. I was shooting a modified yesterday. Right. Hence why he hit 87 <laughs> but didn't kill one. We might have piled him up better with my 10 shots if I uh See, that's what they should let you use lead for those because they want them dead. Hey, so. well. We're putting that into the... Actually, we can talk about that. Because I, I overheard a conversation at Deer Classic. There was this old guy absolutely complaining. We were at one of the... He was buying turkey call, and I was listening to mm. an old guy rant to a guy selling yeah. duck calls. And uh, granted, back in his day, and he probably still hunts, but like back when he was younger, he was probably mid-60s, he was like, this this steel shot, just it's just stupid. You shouldn't have to shoot a steel <laughs> shot. And the guy's talking to him, and he's like, well, I understand. Like, yeah, he's those... All these birds just get wounded by steel shot. Lead, done. He goes, yeah, but, like, the guy's selling the call. He's like, I understand. He goes, I wish we shoot lead. It's faster, you know. More ethical. Yeah, but at the same time, he goes, the conservation order, he goes, the the steel shot isn't for the geese. It's for everything that eats geese, including you. And the guy's like, well, we never had any problems back in the day eating lead. And he's like, well, I want to know if that guy had chipped teeth or not because, you know. Eating lead, it chips your teeth. And no, steel chips your teeth. Lead, lead will too. Not as much as steel. But still. So he, it was no, but eating lead again. pellets gives you fucking lead poisoning. That's <laughs> cancer. <the issue. laughs> lead, lead is, you can bad bite into you. lead it's and not you. chip your reason, teeth. Yeah. That's Pencils why are... he wants it. Like, you're fine, but like, yeah. you're not going to die from lead poisoning if you eat steel. Yeah. You're just going to chip but on But it's your for teeth. like the yeah. things like eagles and stuff that eat yeah. geese. But yeah. Which coolest thing? Yeah, we'll save it all mostly yeah. for that the next pod. But, but yeah, freaking well, America Central around this place, snow or freaking bald eagles everywhere. All right, that's yeah. all I'm saying. But anyway, <laughs> that's kind of our recap and a little bit of a tease. We never got to snow geese, but we'll get to it. I'm sure shortly. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast so far. Hope you're hanging with us on episode six. Six. You baby. made it this far. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, just as much as we appreciate everybody we work with, Horny Deer Sense and Turkey Run Knife Company. Hopefully we have something coming out with those guys here soon and maybe some new relationships that we developed over the Deer Classic. Fingers crossed if something works out or not. It's always good talking to people. Yep, I enjoy everybody. hearing everyone's, everyone else's point of views and seeing how they do things. And, uh, you know, it's it's something you always have in the back of your mind when you're thinking about what you're doing. So Yeah. It's always fun to go to those events, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Hope everyone enjoyed. Check check us out on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. S- comment, like, share, whatever you got to do. Subscribe, Send us a message. Unsubscribe. Yep. Uh, Wait, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Just keep doing it. Keep being you guys. Shout out to the 149 legends out there following us. Appreciate you. Just keep doing you, people. Yeah, until the next one. That's all you can. Peace.